have one more card here. It kind of got uh, stuck under some of the rest of the stuff I had, and I didn't see it. It was from Sister Sherry Malone. It says, my dear church family, I want to thank each of you for all the prayers, texts, and cards I received before and after my surgery, and thank you for the beautiful flowers. It meant so much to me to know I have such a warm and loving church family. I love each and every one of you. May God bless you all. Love, Sherry Malone. Thank you, Sister Sherry. We appreciate that very much. Good morning. It's always good to be in the house of the Lord. It's good to be with God's people every day of the week, but especially on Sunday. This is the Lord's Day, and we should come in with a ready mind and try to be in the spirit as much as possible. I'm working this weekend, and I was running all around Nashville this morning. I'm just thankful to be here, honestly. Um, But we can prepare our minds we can prepare to come to the house of God because we believe in a a great God is God great to you this morning I used to say all the time how good the Lord's been to me all the days of my life I know he's been good to you all the days of your life but when I tried to study this subject on the greatness of God I tried to reform my words and say how great God has been to me all my life because we believe in a great God do we not The psalmist said in Psalms 145, you may have read this in your Bible reading this past week. The psalmist David says in Psalms 145 and verse 3, great is the Lord. Is that how you see the Lord this morning? Is he great in your eyes, in my eyes? There's a lot of things that we call great here in this life. You talk about whether it's sports or you talk about Um, going for a job interview and you bring in your resume and they say well you're a great fit for this job but nobody's been greater than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ he says God is the great is the Lord and greatly to be praised he deserves all of our praise yesterday today and forever great is the Lord and greatly to be praised he says, and his generation, his greatness is unsearchable. It's unsearchable. In today's time, you can, you can research and search about anything. <laughs> I used to never wear a tie, and once I started uh, preaching, I'd wear a tie. So what did I do? I searched the internet <laughs> how to tie a tie. Dad showed me plenty of times in my life how to, uh, how to do it, but I just never did it on a regular basis, so I've forgotten. I mean, you can search and search and search just about anything. We searched the other day on how to put a sprinkler head in, in the ground at dad's house. We still haven't figured it out yet, but that's just, you know, just simple stuff. I mean, you could search anything, but the greatness of God is just unsearchable. How great he's been to you and to me and his children all the days of our life. He's great in salvation. He's great in creation. You look around the other night, I was walking the dog, had my eyes closed. Baker said, I said, why, why are you closing your eyes? And I said, well, I'm just meditating on the greatness of God. I was reading about this. We were under the stars of his creation. The beauty of his handiwork. How great is that? I mean, he just stopped and knew that he was the Lord and how great he was. Just stop and think about how great God has been to you and to me. We should be up and at it on Sunday morning, trying to get into the spirit. You know, John was on the Isle of Patmos. He wasn't on the, you know, <laughs> he wasn't in the Virgin Islands. He wasn't on the island of Waikiki. He was more on the island of why me, me. <laughs> okay. But John 
in, in a terrible place. He says in verse 9 in Revelation, I, John, who also am a brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos. For the word of God, for the testimony of Jesus Christ, this is where he was at. He said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. We need to be in the spirit on the Lord's day because God's great. That should be all that needs to be said and done. We need to be in the spirit. No matter what's going on, I, I thought about it. It's like, I don't care what's going on in your life, but I do care what's going on in your life. No matter what's happening through the week, through the day, when it comes Sunday morning on the Lord's day, we need to be in the spirit. He was on the Isle of Patmos, but he was in the, the spirit on the Lord's day. It's a special day. It's a day of rest. It's the day we come to worship the great God. His greatness is unsearchable. You know, my papa used to go, uh, we used to go to North Carolina for a week at a time, and one of the most favorite things we loved to do was go fishing. I mean, he would, <laughs> he would bait the hook, he'd cast it out for you, you catch it, you reel it in, he'd take the fish off, bait your hook. I mean, it, <laughs> it gave him great joy, and great love to his grandchildren do that. But I remember it always stick in my mind on a Sunday afternoon after church, we wanted to go down to the pond, and he had a bunch of ponds around the house. And he told me he's, he wasn't going to do that on the Lord's Day. That's how he esteemed his great God. He wasn't even going to go fishing, which he loved to do because he, it was a day of rest for him. And that stuck with me. I, on one hand, I'm like, what's well, fishing? It ain't worth But to him, what God meant to him, well, he wasn't going to go fishing with, with favorite things to do. He was in the spirit. He wanted to keep in the spirit on the Lord's Day because we were aggravating, I'm sure. But he wanted to be in the spirit. We can be in the spirit on the Lord's day. Because David said, God is great. The Lord is great. His greatness is unsearchable. You know, Jeremiah, in the book of Lamentations, you know, Jeremiah was distraught. The weeping prophet, Jerusalem had been taken into Babylon. But he, he recalled some things. He understood some greatness about God. He says, it's of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed. We all deserve to be consumed. I mean, I, I should have been consumed a long time ago. I need to remember how great the Lord has been. He says, the Lord's mercies, we're not consumed because his compassions, they fail not. That's greatness. <laughs> we all fail. No, I don't care how super man a team is and how great they are. You know, Bill Belichick or the Patriots and uh, you know, Nikki Satan down in Alabama, you know, no matter how great their team is, he, he has something negative to say. I don't care if they're 15 and 0 and they won the national championship. It's never satisfying to him. They're, <laughs> they are not great. They're not great as our God is, and they know that. He says, they are new. His mercies are compassions. They fail not. That's the one thing great about God. He fails not. He has never failed. He'll never fail you and he will never fail me. The Bible talks about how great God's counsel is. You can go to God for counseling. He's never going to steer you away. You don't have to guess on what kind of information he's given to you when you go to him in prayer and you go to him in time of need and you need mercy. He's not going to steer you in the wrong direction. That's a great God. He's not going to steer you wrong. He will not fail. His compassions, they fail not. They're new every morning. Great is his what? Here's another great thing about God. Great is his faithfulness. His faithfulness will not fail. 
He's faithful in all he's done. Every single elect child of God will be with him in glory. Why? Because he, great is his faithfulness. He will not. Uh, he, Psalmist says in Psalms 89, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth I will make known thy what? Thy faithfulness. I try my best to be faithful to the house of God, to the reading of God's word. Baker asked me the other day, so do you read, do you study every day? I said, well, I try to, but there are some days where I, I fail. God is faithful and all he does, his compassions, they fail not. He will not fail. That's the great God. It's not a good God. That's the great God David's talking about. His ways and thoughts are high above the heavens. They are the earth. He is awesome God, a great God. I want you to walk away here today not knowing that you have a good God. You have a great God of salvation. What greater love than any man hath than to lay down his life for his friends. That's a great love. But God who is rich in mercy for his great love where he saved us. That's a great love. Everything about God is great. That's what I want you to try to understand this morning. When you're going through stuff, just stop and think about how great God is. How great he's been to you. How great he's been to me. And we can take that, and it'll brighten your day. I was just reading and studying about this. It was, I just started to smile. And I was, you know, I was pumped up. I had some extra gas in the tank. I can move and groove. It was great. Great is our God, and unsearchable is his greatness. I love that. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shall thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn it to David, my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. And the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. We have a wonderful song we sing called Great is Thy Faithfulness. Great. It's not good. It's great. Because we're talking about the great God of the universe, the great God of creation, the great God of providence. Providence means providing. God provided a way for children out of of Egypt and show the uh, the depravity of man you have Pharaoh down there you, you would think after the first plague he, he would have let the children go but man they're so depraved and so stubborn he he waited till the very end of the loss of the firstborn I mean after the first flies or bugs or you know blood in the water I let them go <laughs> I'm letting them go <laughs> but he says in the heavens shall praise the wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? He's uncomparable. He's great. I don't care. You take the greatest of man or the best of man. It's man at best, right? It's, you know, for who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? When you're doing comparisons in this life, just look to the Lord. Stand still and understand that he is God. He is great. We used to teach our kids, uh, I was taught when I was a little kid, God is great, God is good, let us thank us for our food, amen. And I, one time I thought, well, you know, that's probably not right, but it's, I think God is great is a great way to start a prayer for a little child of God to understand, first and foremost, God is great, and God is good. Let us thank you for our food. If you can teach that into a small child of God, let them realize where greatness comes from. True greatness comes from the Lord. You, they compare in basketball world, Michael Jordan and LeBron James, and who's the greatest? You know, well, they played defense back then. They didn't, <laughs> you know, Michael Jordan would have scored 
200 points in today's defense is as weak as I'll get out. They talk about how great people are. They put statutes outside of university, the football team, you know, the greatest football coach of all time, the greatest player of all time, the greatest this and that and this, whatever. As a child of the king, we need to realize the greatest of the greatest is our God. And we need to remember that. That'll carry us through. We can think about all the greatness of God when you just stop and realize that God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for everything that he has given to us. Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is what? Greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them about him. Talks about, you know, the greatness of God and providence when he sent the spies into all places. They sent into Rahab the harlot's house. And we know by faith, you say, well, she was probably scared to death, Brother Tim. Now we understand by the word of God that God is so great. He's revealed it unto us that Rahab hid the spies by faith. That's a God of providence. How they got in, in there, Rahab, the Lord had already been there. Do you understand when he, the Lord had, in his greatness, had already been there and touched that heart of Rahab. That's how good, that's how great the providence of God is talks about the great love of God. As we journey through life, you know, Paul wrote to Titus, and he's instructing Titus, and by the way, if it is a boy, it will be called Titus. We're having a child. <laughs> As my friend used to say, we're with child. He tells Titus, he says in Titus chapter 2, Verse 11, he says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. That's not all men that ever was. That's all men of God's chosen family and his greatness. He foreknew a people and chose a people and predestinated people. That's great. That's great love. He says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. And it's going to teach us some stuff. It's teaching us the denying ungodliness and worldly lusts. We should live soberly and righteously and godly in this present world. That's a hard task to do in the world we live. We're, supposed to, we're in the world. We're not supposed to be of the world. And he's instructing Titus here how to live in this present and evil world. We're supposed to live soberly and righteously and godly in this present world. Looking. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the what? Of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Let's look each day to the author and finisher of our faith. Let's look unto Jesus who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. These things he was instructing him to speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise you, Titus. Preach the word, preach the word, preach the word. The Lord is great. The Lord is good. Let us thank him for everything. Let's look for him. Let's look to the author and finisher of our faith that endured the cross and despised the shame. It was the joy set before him, his greatness. He went to the cross and just endured the cross. He despised the shame. That's great. Nobody else could do it. Only the great God that we serve could go to the cross and set his face like a flint to bring all his children home. He will get it accomplished. Why? Because he's great. What did Tim preach on today? The greatness of God. Take time in your day. Just stop and think 
of what great things he's done for you, not the good things. He fills us with the good things. He won't withhold anything good from his children. All things work together for good to them who love God. He's a great God. I appreciate you listening to me.